1: The following is a paid podcast. iHeartRadio's hosting of this podcast constitutes neither an endorsement of the products offered or the ideas expressed. Welcome to... A moment of Zen. Time to sit back and relax as model, actress, mentor, and supermom, Zen Sams, takes you on a sexy and wild ride, covering the latest in film, fashion, pop culture, cryptocurrency, fintech, cannabis, and entertainment from the millennial mom's perspective. Here's your host, Zen Sams.
0: Hello, my beautiful tri-state area. Welcome to our 128th episode. That's three years on the air and going strong. It's always such a pleasure to spend my time with you on the air waves thank you for listening and interacting with me on social media that truly does make it all worthwhile please make sure to follow me at zen sams that's zen with an x not a z and also remember that we're now live on traverse tv sundays at 1 p.m eastern and of course all episodes of a moment of zen are now streaming 24 7 on kathy ireland's your home tv you can always find us on our youtube channel at zen sams we upload every sunday at 2 p.m We have such a great show lined up for you today a big shout out to our newest sponsors once upon a coconut and co2lift.com very exciting stuff in our hydration with heart segment brought to you by once upon a coconut today we're featuring laura mikatesh she goes by the iron giantess all over social media she's a certified transformation specialist and life coach now after struggling with obesity most of her life and going from over 340 pounds to athlete and wellness coach. She's here today to chat health, life after extreme weight loss, reestablishing a non-complicated relationship with food, and the importance of proper hydration. In our Going Deep segment brought to you by CO2 Lift, today we're featuring celebrity dermatologist Dr. Chaitra Anand, a global powerhouse in cosmetic dermatology. She is the founder of Cosmoderma Clinics and SkinCued Dermacare specifically tailored for skin of color. Today, she joins me for just that, to talk about secret hacks and beauty tips for people with skin of color. In our Innovation and Tech segment brought to you by Caldwell Soames and OGpay.com, today we're featuring Anthony Day. Anthony is the head of Strategy and Marketing for Midnight, a data protection blockchain built with zero-knowledge-proof technology. He's also the founder of the Blockchain Won't Save the World podcast. He's joining me today to chat artificial intelligence, digital evolution, the metaverse, and his thoughts on a robot-operated world. Stay tuned for our Hydration with Heart segment brought to you by Once Upon a Coconut featuring the incredible Iron Giantess herself, Laura Mikatesh. You're listening to A Moment of Zen right here on 710WOR, the voice of New York iHeartRadio. We'll be right back after this.
1: A Moment of Zen is brought to you by Neve, a members-only travel portal exclusively available through Organo, offering members steep discounts on nightly or weekly hotel stays, cruises, auto rentals, excursions, and so much more. With its travel getaway portal, Neve makes the days of surfing multiple travel sites and spending hours evaluating the best deals done with. That's because with Neve, you are Guaranteed the best prices. Plus, to gain access to an even more expansive collection of condos, hotels, cruises, vacation villas, fantasy getaways, and concierge service, there's Forever Weeks. Simply purchase a Neve Forever Weeks package one time and enjoy the benefits many times. With Forever Weeks, Forever means forever. Not only does Neve guarantee you the best prices, but it is also one of the few travel portals that pays a referral bonus, in addition to you earning rewards points, which can be redeemed on the travel getaway portal for further discounted hotel room rates become a member today and navigate the world of travel nave the world for you to experience for more information go to nave.travel that's nave n a v e.travel
2: A Moment of Zen is brought to you by Once Upon a Coconut, 100% pure coconut water. Imagine a drink that's nutrient-rich, powerfully refreshing, naturally sweet with no added sugars, not from concentrate, zero additives, low in calories, absolutely no artificial flavors, and is so tasty that it will become your new favorite beverage. Enter Once Upon a Coconut, the absolute best tasting coconut water you will ever try. Available in four refreshing flavors, pure, chocolate, pineapple, and sparkling with energy. Do your taste buds a favor and pick up some today at onceuponacoconut.com. Welcome
0: back beautiful tri-state area you're listening to a moment of zen right here on 710 WOR the voice of new york iHeartRadio. radio i'm your host zen sams up in just a few in our hydration with heart segment brought to you by once upon a coconut we're featuring laura mikitesh she goes by the iron giantess all over social media she's a certified transformation specialist and life coach Now, after struggling with obesity most of her life and going from over 340 pounds to athlete and wellness coach, Laura now helps others remove their blocks standing in the way of the life that they should be leading. And as a nutritionist, bodybuilding trainer, and glute specialist, she has helped hundreds of people create the life they love. She's here today to chat health, life after extreme weight loss, reestablishing a non-complicated relationship with food, and the importance of proper hydration. Welcoming now to the show is the incredible Laura Mikitesh, the Iron Giantess herself. Welcome to the show, Stunner.
3: Hi, how are
0: you? I'm so excited to be back. Yeah, so excited to have you on. You are one of our regular health contributors and excited that um, that we get to chat with you again. So, Just to remind the audience, those of you that don't know Laura, at 22 years old, she had a very unhealthy relationship with food and it left her weighing in over 340 pounds, clinically obese and teetering on the edge of prediabetes. Now, Laura, you knew that you were staring down a a road of medications, diseases and disorders for the rest of your life. So you committed to making a change. What inspired this transition?
3: At that point in life, I realized I was writing my own story and I was in control of my own narrative and I was only 22 years old, and I really wanted to live a life I was proud of and happy with, and it was going to have to start as soon as I realized that.
0: And there were certain instances leading up to all of the trauma. There was loss, there was unhealthy relationship with food for on your end. How did you pick the pieces back up after having
3: experienced so much trauma and loss in your life? My trauma came more so from social dynamics. We had transplanted ourselves from Canada to the South. And it was a lot of struggle when I came to the social dynamics around my friends and community. And I internalized that subconsciously as needing support and food who really was that for me. I would come home after a hard day at school of kind of being picked on or pushed around or whatever it was that day. And food was my answer to that. And over time, it just escalated to being a way that I handled all stress or conflict. It was easier to just tune it out and turn it off and later realizing my brain was just really busy and I picked up on a lot of cues and emotions and I didn't know how to handle them. So food was the answer. Wow. Well, that's not just you. That's like 85% of the population.
0: Um, So you came out of it gracefully and kudos to you for that. How did you get the nickname the Iron Giantist?
3: I was, I'm six feet tall. I'm six foot one. And I have been tall since I was a child, but I was Six foot and eighth grade. So I was already called the Iron Giant. It was at the time a compliment from others, but I really internalized it and just felt like I took up too much space and I was too big and too wide and all of these things. And so when I started to bodybuild and realized I was really strong, I'm six feet tall at 340 pounds and I can move a mountain, I took that name back and really made it my own. And I love it. <laughs> you claimed it. The iron giantess. I love it. Now, from intermittent
0: fasting to you know keto, the dieting world is saturated with these new methods and programs and overnight solutions pop up promising the world and then some. And there's a never ending supply of information. It's easy to understand that many of us are confused and frustrated and downright fed up with what to do. And with everybody and their mother touting the next great breakthrough on how to lose fat or gain muscle, it's easy to get lost and drown in the sea of
3: misinformation. So what is your advice here? This is so important, especially right now, because we are seeing an influx of medications and drugs that are being used for weight loss. So it is very hip and very shishy to add that in, even if it's not an illness that you suffer with, or you're not clinically obese, and you're not really struggling. It's just a nice little Dose to help with the process. So, when you're going into this process and you're realizing that your body and you are finally about to get on the same page, you've been fighting your body, you've been staring in the mirror and judging it. This is your opportunity to decide that you're on the same team with your body. So, the quick fixes, the crash diets, the adding drugs to your life to make your weight come off are all going to throw your body and its signals into disarray. And you are going to become further disconnected from your body, the real answer to health and wellness and finally feeling good in your body, but also confident and beautiful and all those things is that you start to listen to your body and do the things that take care of it and nourish it and nurture it. And you're not going to get there with the quick fix or anything that's meant to shock your body into behaving. We're not disciplining our body anymore. Now we're working with it. It's so true. It's it's really internal. This it's External is
0: just what you have to deal with after you have really dealt with the internal issues. So thank you for saying that and, and being transparent even with your own situation. Now let's shift to obesity because the numbers are staggering. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, two out of five adult Americans are obese. So to put this into perspective, a five foot nine male weighing 200 or so pounds or a five Foot six woman weighing 180 pounds has a BMI in excess of 30 they're considered officially obese according to these indexes so 40 percent of us exceed this threshold two out of like I said two out of every five Americans are obese and obesity increases the risk of getting cancer Uh, 13 different cancers including breast cancer pancreas thyroid and liver are linked to obesity that's just to name a few so what should people be cutting out of their diet even as a simple guideline Laura
3: a couple of things that you can cut out that are so important. Stress is huge. People all want to jump to food, but stress and lack of sleep are going to be huge contributors to obesity, to the way that your body is handling your environment. Also cutting out you, there are no clear-cut rules on absolutely what you have to eat. But if you notice that your body is inflamed or reacting to a food, that might not be a food for you. That might be your body sending signals. So we really want to listen to. How our body is responding to the way we're treating it. And the baseline is get water into your system, get hydrated, get something that hydrates you, get some sleep, get a ton of sleep, and try to minimize your stress. And then when your body can calm down and your nervous system can regulate, start looking at the foods that you're choosing. And if it's quick and easy, and you drove up to a window and you got it, it's probably not the best choice for you if you're really, really trying to make. Healthy food choices over the board doesn't mean you can't have a treat, but it does mean that the primary bulk of your diet should be healthy, nutritious food that's packed with nutrients that you're probably missing if you've spent your life not focusing on this area. Yeah, that's so true. You
0: all of it kind of adds up, and when you look at hydration and nutrition, and really understanding, you know, the the benefits uh, and the disadvantages of everything that you put in your mouth, you are what you eat. Your body is your temple. We're gonna quickly get to, you know, understanding um, what to omit out of out of our diet and really listen to our body. Now, we spoke about this a little bit earlier. You're a public figure, and one can argue a, an expert when it comes to fitness and health given your career. Now, as a mom, I love coconut water because it's truly proprietary in its health benefits. There's potassium, calcium, and magnesium. Those are all the electrolytes. They play important role. Uh, A very important role in helping maintain heart health, liver and kidney health, digestive functions, healthy blood sugar levels. I mean, muscle and nerve functions and just so much more. The list goes on and on. So I specifically started drinking it after my radiation while battling thyroid disease. And typically I use it as a cure-all for all hangovers. How does um, proper hydration impact your performance, Laura? And can you share any instances where coconut water has made a significant
3: impact on your training or recovery? Yes, I mentioned it earlier that coconut water is one of those things that I reach for. If I go to a festival with friends and I'm watching my friends be drunk and eat bad foods that make them feel terrible and they're waking up with hangovers, the mom in me immediately is, let's get a coconut water in your hand. Everybody's got a a coconut water on the way. Proper hydration is the lubricant of your body. If you are feeling inflamed, if you're feeling stiff, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling sluggish, you're probably not drinking enough. Of fluids, and you're probably missing a lot of key electrolytes and a lot of key minerals that are going to come from either drinking a lot of water with things like Celtic sea salt and additives that you have put in there to make sure you're getting those minerals or something as simple as reaching for coconut water that is packed with nutrients that will really fill that. And it's easy to do. It's right there. Yeah. So it's definitely, it definitely has a significant impact on your training for sure. I would say so. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite drinks. I love, I love to just grab it and feel hydrated and feel good and work it into my water intake. And it is also what I would reach for above a soda or I would, I never reach for a soda or anything like that anymore. And now it's just grab a coconut water or something like that and feel great. I love it. I thought I was the only one.
0: (laughs) My, my daughter calls me, you're, you're Coco, you're Coco Loco. You drink too much of it. Um, now what does your diet currently look like? I'm curious to know, what is the status
3: of your relationship with food? Are you single, married, dating, or is it still complicated? It is much less complicated than it's ever been in my life. I would say we were in a very serious, toxic, committed relationship for a long time. And then we broke up for a little bit there. You know, I've struggled on and off with my relationship with food, not just with binge eating, but also with restriction issues. And so at this point in my life, I am at the healthiest, and happiest I've ever been with food. I am far less focused on calories or macros or getting some sort of food intake that leads to me losing weight or looking a certain way. And now I'm really paying attention to my body. I've worked to, dispar- to regulate my nervous system and really get to a place where I can understand when I'm hungry and what my body's saying to me. So my diet right now is the healthiest and happiest. I would say we're in love is what I would say. You're in love, yeah. Well, it does you definitely sound extremely blissful when talking
0: about it? So I could definitely see that you're still in the honeymoon phase. So it's great. But what does
3: your diet look like? My diet right now consists primarily of getting really nutritious, healthy foods. Lots of vegetables. I I am always cooking, always making food. I love protein. My my diet is super high in protein. And um, I am really focused on making sure I'm getting well-rounded nutrients. I'm less tempted to reach for a fast food treat or to go out with friends and get a big meal because my body really does feel satiated and cared for. And I'm not a lot of times people are getting signals that they should go grab chocolate or this or that. And they're missing something like magnesium or something crucial in their diet. And when you start to round out your diet and really focus on foods that you love, that your body loves, it changes the game. Totally changes
0: the game. Well, you are filled with information, plethora of information. Thank you so much for coming on. Love chatting with you. Love following you on social media. You're my go-to health contributor. And I'm so proud of all of your accomplishments. Your body looks off the charts right now. You are hot, hot, hot. So definitely guys, you want to check her out. Thank you so much for coming on, Cutie.
3: Thank you so much.
0: That was our hydration with heart segment brought to you by Once Upon a Coconut. That was the amazing Laura Mikitesh. She also goes by The Iron Giantess all over social media. Do check her out at The Iron Giantess. You're listening to A Moment of Zen right here on 710WOR, the voice of New York iHeartRadio. Head to onceuponacoconut.com, or you can check them out directly on the gram at Once Upon a Coconut. We'll be right back after this.
2: A Moment of Zen is brought to you by Once Upon a Coconut, 100% pure coconut water. Imagine a drink that's nutrient-rich, powerfully refreshing, naturally sweet with no added sugars, not from concentrate, zero additives, low in calories, absolutely no artificial flavors, and is so tasty that it will become your new favorite beverage. Enter Once Upon a Coconut, the Absolute best tasting coconut water you will ever try. Available in four refreshing flavors: pure, chocolate, pineapple, and sparkling with energy. Do your taste buds a favor and pick up some today at
4: onceuponacoconut.com. A moment of zen is brought to you by CO2 Lift. As we age, our skin loses moisture and elasticity, causing wrinkled skin. You can reverse this aging process with CO2 Lift. CO2 Lift utilizes the powerful benefits of carbon dioxide to lift, tighten, and regenerate your skin. This simple, painless at-home carboxy therapy treatment is scientifically proven to reverse the aging process. You will see reduction in wrinkles, increase in luminosity and improved pigmentation, sagging, skin tone and radiance. For more information or to order CO2 lift, go to co2lift.com.
0: Welcome back beautiful tri-state area. You're listening to A Moment of Zen right here on 710 WOR, the Voice of New York iHeart Radio. I'm your host Zen Sams. Up in just a few minutes in our going deep segment brought to you by CO2 Lift. Today we're featuring Celebrity dermatologist, Dr. Chaitra Anand, a global powerhouse in cosmetic dermatology. She is the founder of CosmoDerma Clinics and Skin Q Dermacare, specifically tailored for skin of color. Dr. Anand's drive and passion have birthed establishments that today stand as epitomes of skincare excellence. Further enriching the world of dermatology, she's contributed through authoritative white paper and publications. Widely regarded as the Indian beauty guru, her influence goes far beyond clinics and academia. Her voice, amplified by her accomplishments, resonates powerfully within and beyond the borders of India, inspiring countless individuals to embrace their unique beauty. Today, she joins me to talk about secret hacks for skin of color. Now, you're probably not used to thinking of skin as an organ, but it's actually the largest organ of the body. It has a myriad of functions and is a big contributor to overall health. Skin of color requires some special attention to keep it healthy and attractive. It's prone to some conditions which are not typical of white skin, such as hyperpigmentation or the risk that skin cancers tend to be more advanced at the time of diagnosis. So what are the best ways to take care of darker skin? Many people of color struggle to find good products for their skin, or they get bad advice from people who aren't experienced in treating skin color. Well, not here. Welcoming now to the show is the amazing Dr. Chaitra. Welcome, Stunner.
5: Hey, thank you so much, Zan. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Congrats
0: on all your success. So excited to have you on. And I, I just want to dive right in because we're timed and I want to get as much information as I can out of you. So, What are some of the inflammatory conditions uh, one can experience with skin of color?
5: You know, I'm really glad that you're differentiating skin of color from other skin types because because I just think that we don't have enough conversation about it. There is a big awareness, but there's a lot of underrepresentation. Now, skin of color typically, like you said, tends to be more inflammatory, right? So it's more reactive. So something as small as like an insect bite or just a small nick, from your nail can actually lead to more long-lasting pigmentation. So first and foremost, the skin of color always reacts by hyperpigmentation, and then the healing phase sets it. And a lot of times, if this hasn't been attended to early on, the hyperpigmentation can be long-lasting because we call it as post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. And that's the worst thing that can happen in skin of color, really. So that's the most inflammatory problem that we see, which is very common with skin of color. We also see that healing time tends to be a little delayed. Um, And the reason for this is just because of the way the skin of color heals. Um, It has to do with the hydration content. It has to do with the thickness and the thinness of the skin quality, right? The upper skin and the lower skin that we talk about. It has to do with the differentiation in the collagen that we produce in skin of color. And also, finally, the oil or the seborrheic content. So all of these are contributors to this. So delayed healing hyperpigmentation are the two common inflammatory conditions that we tend to see. And in the younger skin group, right, like, you know, people who are in their teen and even preteen going into their 20s and 30s because of the Saboria content in skin of color we tend to see a lot more breakouts and acne-clogging comedones. So the age
0: where these conditions typically present themselves, you would say, are in the teen to early 20s? Yeah,
5: the moment people have skin of color, you know that you know you have to take care of your skin even in your pre-teen years because if you don't, that's going to have the post sequelae of PIH or post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation long into your adult life.
0: So how would you treat skin of color, uh, inflammatory conditions, and hyperpigmentation?
5: Um, Very carefully and very gently. Because the first thing that we think about with skin of color is to calm down the skin. It's not about throwing everything at it and getting aggressive and getting it out of the way, but it really is about getting the skin conditioned. So it always starts with skin conditioning. So first thing we look into is what is the cause? What is the effect? And what is the routine that the person has? And it's very important to get into a skincare routine for any kind of inflammatory condition that we're treating with. I'll give you a clue. We always talk about a five-step program with skincare, so skin of color, right? The first becomes as basic as a cleanser. So we talk about just using a pH balance cleanser so that we don't irritate the natural skin pH and we keep it intact. The second step we talk about is really about nourishing that skin And keeping that skin barrier intact because the moment the barrier breaks down it leads to water loss which will again dehydrate the skin and cause the skin to get sluggish in its healing so again it's about skin barrier repair then the third step is protection now a lot of people think oh man i have skin of color i have some protection in my skin maybe i don't need a sunscreen not sure in fact skin of color needs vigorous and rigorous skin protection because if not inflammation from the sun and radiation leads to hyperpigmentation. So sunscreen is step number three. And step four is what we call as the repair step or the treat step where we'll use more active ingredients, prescriptive um, creams based on what we're targeting. And then the fifth step is what we call as a boost because every week we need to keep that skin stimulated. So that's a gentle exfoliation, etc. cetera. So this is what we get into as the basic for everybody with skin of color. A five-step skincare regimen, super easy. Super easy. This is super easy. Now I want to kind of shift a little bit because I don't want to get
0: too stuck on that five-step process because you talk a lot about the importance of hydration. So why is it so important um, to keep your skin hydrated in skin of color? And how does it affect aging? And of course, you know, you would say does drinking water alone help to keep skin hydrated so those are my immediate questions
5: great question i'll start backwards drinking water is great but you have to understand that skin is a reservoir of water and when you have excess of water in the body then it gets stored in the skin the skin is the last place that the water goes to it goes to your blood it goes to the heart lung functions etc so just drinking water is not enough it's important but what is more important is sealing the skin's surface, be it on the body or on the face, neck. Because even when we're sitting, right, you're sitting in air conditioning in the summer or in the heating in the winter, the skin is losing water because the atmosphere is pulling water out of the skin. So you always need to use something like a humid tent, like hyaluronic acid, sodium hyaluronate, etc. to keep that skin barrier. Now, because the skin is made of oil and water, and when these two combine, they form a film and that stops the dehydration from happening. And if skin is hydrated, it has what we call as life force in layman's terms. And so it's able to heal, it's able to stimulate itself, and it's able to repair itself. And it looks
0: fabulous. And you know, I always add coconut water to my list because it's truly proprietary in its health benefits. Potassium, calcium, and magnesium, those are all the electrolytes and they play important roles in helping maintain heart health, liver and kidney health, digestive functions, and, and healthy blood sugar levels. Of course, you can't forget muscle and nerve functions. And my skin looks incredible. I love coconut water because it does actually keep my skin very hydrated. And my favorite brand that I've been using these days is Once Upon a Coconut. My, my daughter loves it. They have incredible flavors. But um, I want to move on to an, another important uh, segment here. So the sponsors for the segment CO2 Lift carboxy have a gel that from their studies show 117 percent increase in hydration after only one application as well as 26 percent increase in elasticity after six treatments and this type of hydration is optimal so when you talk about when we talk about carbon dioxide therapy for the skin it almost feels exactly like what you're talking about that hydration that barrier how do you feel about carbon dioxide therapy for the skin, what they call carboxy therapy gel?
5: You know, I've tried the product and we use that. It's phenomenal, especially like even post-procedure. We use it a lot more in post-procedure. The reason is that after the procedure, the skin is inflamed, right? It's got redness and it's like there's more blood vessels there. So flushing of the blood, etc. These carboxy gels are phenomenal. They just calm the skin down and you can immediately see that the redness comes down within 20 to 30 minutes application etc and what's really great about products like these are they're good quick fixes but they're also great for like routine care now you know aging is that sets in at 25 to 25 you have young skin but aging sets in at 25 and depletion of water in our body and in our skin the hyaluronic acid depletion starts there the moment there's hyaluronic acid depletion, there's decreased collagen production, poor elastin health, and that's why something like the carboxy gel therapy will help keep that revigorated and regenerated. I'm, I love what you're saying. You're speaking my language, and of course, when you're
0: talking about increasing the presence of wound repair factors and growth factors, which in turn help cells turn over faster. And and this carboxytherapy gel, of course, also reduces the appearance of aging and scars and stretch marks. I've used it for a a list of of issues that I've had. Um, But more importantly, regenerating and repairing damaged tissue was important to me because people want to have better looking and, and better feeling skin. So the repair process in the CO2 lift product was extremely important. Now, as a dermatologist and one who advocates
5: female empowerment, how do you feel about vaginal skincare? You know, I think we don't talk enough about down there, so to speak. Uh, people do shy away from the subject. And I do feel that now people, uh, women are owning up to it. They're getting more and more confident to talk about it. You know, because skin of color always talks about pigmentation. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, whitening and all of that kind of lightening products, etc. But people don't understand that even vaginals can get dry, especially in the 30s, right? Mid 30s onwards, as estrogen changes, um, estrogen levels go down, and then there's a lot of dryness that happens. So using hyaluronic acid products, using products that are hydrating in that area, actually are really great. But overall. Any kind of friction won't irritate that. Yes, you're right. Down there, even at my age, you know, I'm in my late
0: 30s, but I've actually used the CO2 Lift V because it lifts, it hydrates and rejuvenates in just like three applications. And for me, it helped tighten and lift it all down there, basically with carbon dioxide therapy. So it was so simple. It enhanced circulation. Uh, it's it's really quite an effective method. It rushes oxygen-rich blood to tissue and regenerates cells to improve sensitivity and lubrication. It's quite phenomenal. And so I'm a big, uh, it's non-invasive, which I love. I love non-invasive products. Now, I want to shift, and this is important. We have two and a half minutes left, but there's a pervasive misconception that darker skin types do not need sunscreen protection. What are your thoughts on this?
5: In fact, I would say we need sunscreen a lot more, than other skin types do. The reason is we're all predestined to ha- going towards hyperpigmentation with skin of color. The only way to block that is prevention. And the only way to prevent is really to use consistently a good sunscreen. So I tell everybody, start young and get into the habit. And I always tell my patients this then, if there's nothing you do and there's only one thing that you're gonna do for you, then just use sunscreen consistently. And 90% of the damage that happens to skin of color over a period of time is because of the UV radiation from the sun. So sunscreen is really actually the best anti-aging product too. Yeah, Not only for for darker skin, but even for white skin. I mean, where would we be without,
0: you know, sun protection? Because sun damage does not discriminate and can affect all skin types. It can negatively affect skin of color, like you said, causing that hyperpigmentation, rosacea, uh, melasma, cutaneous lupus, you know, photo aging or, or wrinkles. And these are common skin conditions. But it's imperative that a broad spectrum S- SPF, at least 30 plus sunscreen, I would say, regimen is implemented in all skin of color patients to protect against the harmful UVA and UVB rays, because sunscreen is especially important if you plan to be outdoors for a long time. And even if you have minimal sun exposure uh, without adequate protection, damage to your point, accumulates over time. So thank you for pointing that out.
5: I'm also going to say that, you know, in Skin of Color, you need a little bit more added protection. So using topical antioxidant like vitamin C with the sunscreen is really helpful too. So you could use a sunscreen, which is broad spectrum, like you said, SPF 30 minimum, but look for a PA factor also because broad spectrum means UVA and UVB. So it's SPF plus PA rating of at least a 3+. And then built in with an antioxidant like vitamin C is a bit bit more of a total protection. I love that last part. That
0: see that this is why we have experts like you because I, I only know enough. So you know that extra. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. sure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You are you are such a pleasure to chat. That was our Going Deep segment brought to you by CO2 Lift. That was celebrity dermatologist, Dr. Chaitra. She's an award-winning celebrity cosmetic derm. You can head directly on the gram at dr.chaitra with a Y. She's an Indian skin and hair expert, founder of Cosmoderma, and creator of My Skin Q. You're listening to A Moment of Zen right here on 710 W O R. The Voice of New York, iHeartRadio. Head to CO2Lift.com. It's an in-office or at-home treatment that delivers CO2 cutaneously over just 35 minutes. It's transdermal, non-invasive. It's a simple facial mask recommended for post-procedure care after invasive procedures such as needling or laser or pretty much anything. You're listening to A Moment of Zen right here on 710 WOR. The Voice of New York iHeartRadio. We'll be right back after this.
4: A Moment of Zen is brought to you by CO2 Lift. As we age, our skin loses moisture and elasticity causing wrinkled skin. You can reverse this aging process with CO2 Lift. CO2 Lift utilizes the powerful benefits of carbon dioxide to lift, tighten, and regenerate your skin. This simple, painless at home therapy treatment is scientifically proven to reverse the aging process. You will see reduction in wrinkles, increase in luminosity, and improve pigmentation, sagging, skin tone, and radiance. For more information information or to order CO2 lift go to co2lift.com a Moment of Zen is brought to you by Caldwell Soames Incorporated. Investing globally in transformative businesses like Original Digital Corporation, or ODC, ODC develops advanced consumer and commercial fintech solutions such as OG Pay, which will transform the way you manage your money. From sending and receiving money globally for free, paying for goods and services in person and online, pay bills, buy and sell digital currencies, all while earning interest. OG pay is easy to set up, FDIC insured, and your information is secured. Check out OGPay.com. Welcome back, beautiful
0: tri-state area. You're listening to a moment of Zen right here on 710WOR, the voice of New York iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Zen Sams. Up next in our innovation and tech segment, brought to you by Caldwell Soames and OGpay.com. Today, we're featuring Anthony Day. Now, Anthony is the head of strategy and marketing for Midnight. They're a data protection blockchain built with zero-knowledge-proof technology. He's also the founder of the Blockchain Won't Save the World podcast. His career spans over 20 years in strategy Tech and innovation helping large organizations and startups harness the benefits of using decentralized technologies to create commercially viable businesses and safe digital transformation. Today, he's joining me to chat artificial intelligence, digital evolution, the metaverse, and his thoughts on a robot operated world. Now, the concept of the metaverse is based on key functions it will be able to provide. The key promises include a decentralized world, identity verification, smart contracts, and ETPs, what we call exchange-traded products. Now, even when you combine that with generative artificial intelligence systems, it might feel like we've taken a giant leap closer to a sci-fi reality where AIs are physical entities all around us. Computer-based AI appears to be advancing at an unprecedented rate. Could it be that the future AI system will need robotic bodies to interact with the world? And if so, will nightmarish ideas like the self-repairing, shape-shifting T-1000 robot from the Terminator 2 movie come to fruition? And could a robot be created that could live forever? Lots of questions, very few experts to ask, unless, of course, you're tuning in right now here to chat artificial intelligence, privacy, and data protection, the metaverse, and how to put it all into perspective is the amazing Anthony Day. Welcome to the show, superstar.
6: And thank you so much for having me back. That's a lot to cover, but I'm going to do my best.
0: You are the expert. So talk to us about, firstly, what exciting projects you have lined up in privacy and data protection with blockchain and Web3 apps?
6: Yes. Thank you so much. So since we last spoke, I've joined a new team, team is called Midnight. It's a data protection blockchain that's been incubated or developed by IOG, the same team that was a major contributor to the Cardano blockchain. And this is a little bit different. I've been working in Web3 and working in digital transformation more broadly for a very long time. And in the back of my mind, I was starting to notice, probably not deliberately, but the the data has been accruing, right? If you look at um, the last two or three years, if you look at um, the rise of of data platforms, if you look at the rise of social media, if you look at some of the activities following lockdown, you start thinking, well, how how many organizations have my data? What are they doing with it? And how do we enable better applications, better ways of doing things without putting people's privacy at risk? And so Midnight's entire focus is that we believe in decentralized applications, We believe in unstoppable, easy-to-deploy apps that anybody can work with. We believe in open-source code. And we also believe that we can have compliant, regulatory-friendly applications that can be transparent or report when they need to, but also preserve people's privacy, protect IP, protect corporate secrets every time it's not required to be transparent. So apps that do that, think of it as the experience of singing karaoke in a car, right? Imagine that feeling of freedom when... You don't worry about who's looking. You don't worry about you being scrutinized. You're just in flow. We want to do that for people, applications, businesses, governments, everything. And we're going to do that with blockchain technology.
0: You're doing incredible stuff. And and we do live in the era of data sovereignty for the original producer, right? And we are all about making sure that our data is preserved and that it's it's not being, you know, presented to bad actors, if you will. So you're you're paving the way for a system that coming into Web3 is greatly needed. Now, you seem to be covering AI in many of your posts and you're very tech savvy. How do you think that artificial intelligence is gonna help shape the metaverse? And more importantly, what does that mean for Web3 users?
6: I love that we're seeing the proliferation of AI at the moment because it demonstrates how, once you can get an application into the hands of users, things can move incredibly quickly right? Some of the challenges with Web3 is the infrastructure is a little bit harder to construct when you have to create a network, when you have to create um, a community around a particular project and so on. With AI, you've just got a huge amount of compute on demand. And so you can kind of point that at anything you like as soon as it can also interpret um, human language. So large language models, the the breakthrough with AI is that you can kind of type or prompt whatever you like, and the AI can come back with something. So anywhere where you can get a human interface, you can get relatively fast, relatively low latency compute to respond to you. So that could be NPC characters in the metaverse talking to you in human language. That could be generation of worlds, assets, images. That could be creation of fashion or of art, of things around you in real time, based on stimulus from individuals, from companies, from players, from real-time live quotes. That becomes incredibly powerful when you don't have the latency or the lag between getting a brief, getting an input, and then spending a little bit of time creating something and getting it back. AI has shortened that cycle dramatically
0: yeah without a doubt i mean even just in the perspective that you just put it ai what what were we doing without artificial intelligence is the question and when you look at the global metaverse market it's estimated to surpass 1.3 trillion right by the year 2030 and this growth is is going to be driven by newly adopted virtual economy trends combined with the rise of both crypto and online games and the metaverse is likely going to reshape social lifestyles and now when you when you're introducing artificial intelligence, you are now treading into very, very dangerous ground because without data protection and preserving uh, protocols that are gonna be put in place to protect the end user, it could be disastrous. Now look, the sandbox is a a popular decentralized virtual world. It clocked in more than 1 million users last year. Now they're over 200,000 active users each month. And in the sandbox, Anthony, users can connect with their digital identity. They can make friends and even have real emotions to your point you were saying through these experiences and it doesn't matter where users are from or how old they are the sandbox is a global digital nation and with this in mind the platform has the potential to reshape social lifestyles i mean you have three billion people are now digitally native and the way to interact is now with avatars in social worlds and across social media platforms so it feels like we should be jumping into some level of investment surrounding the space In your perspective, what kind of business opportunities have you come across in the metaverse that have stood out and what catalysts are needed for Web3 and the metaverse to become more mainstream, per se?
6: Two very important questions. I would segment the first part of the applications or the the opportunities are B2C, B2B, and potentially also governments as well looking to get involved. So B2C, all of these applications, all these metaverses are applications. It's an interface between human, machine, and then other humans to do stuff that we've always been looking to do. So whether that is to play, to transact, to work, to learn, these are immersive spaces where we can do those things differently, potentially at a lower cost because they're immersive and virtual as opposed to happening in a physical space. They can be more instant or they can be more immediate because you can convene in the metaverse without having to travel. You can then plug in technology and capability like artificial intelligence that can be generative it can generate fun, it can generate research, it can generate visualization. You can, you can play music, you can generate music, if you like, based on certain inputs from those individuals. For, for, for the content creation economy, it's hugely powerful. But then also from an education perspective, if you think about learning and wanting to level up, it, it's a bit corny, but you remember the, the, the scene in the matrix where I say, okay, I need to learn Kung Fu, or I need to learn Chinese, or I need to be able to speak to somebody in a foreign language, which isn't mine. And AI can plug in and we can have real-time interpretation such that anybody in the world can connect on anything and with fun as well. I saw a video from Simon Sinek recently, which was not work hard, play hard. That's a terrible way to live your life, but work smart, play always. And I think the play always part is where the metaverse is going to excel in a whole bunch of different spheres.
0: Yeah, interesting. You know, humans.ai is the blockchain of AI, so to speak. and. It's being used to mint super skills, to your point, and voices that users can apply to avatars within different virtual worlds. And this puts, um, you know, so it puts things into perspective because humans.ai lets users create digital voices, exactly what you're talking about, speak in different languages and implement synthetic voices that may prevent discrimination so you can enter a zoom call with a different voice for instance which could prevent discrimination if you wish to remain completely anonymous and this will certainly reshape social lifestyles then voices are minted as non-fungible tokens to give users true ownership of their voice clips so one can argue that hiding behind an avatar is not authentic and feels like
6: catfish what do you say to this I'd go back to my singing karaoke in the car right if, if i if i feel like me if i feel like myself today and you're going to get the best version of me because i'm in flow i'm in my energy i'm i look like this i'm wearing a pink t-shirt whatever else it is that's how i feel today that's how you're going to get my best if my best is actually about me wearing something that's on fire flamboyant where i have a different voice and a different face or features or maybe i'm wearing earrings whatever that could be i think the metaverse will empower people to explore versions of themselves that allow them to be in flow state more often and I, I'd say more power to them because rather than having to force who they think they should be into a certain scenario, whether that's work, play, social interaction, whatever it could be, we can create more opportunities for people to be the versions of themselves they'd like to explore more of the time, providing they're not misrepresenting themselves. And that's where digital identity authentication, zero knowledge proofs to some extent can say, you know, I, I, I trust or I can verify that you are authentic or that you are an authentic person. You're not a robot. But I don't need to know exactly who you are, how old you are, where you are in the world.
0: Interesting. I love it that you're such a believer in, you know, let's go out there and use artificial intelligence to bring out the best in us in our everyday. I mean, I love that perspective. There's a lot of people right now that are completely petrified of artificial intelligence with their jobs becoming obsolete and data privacy and feudalism, online feudalism and things of that nature. But I love it that you're such a fan. Now, eventually, you know, uh, the metaverse, you know, we could talk about. Will metaverse interactions versus physical interactions become a thing? So while the metaverse has already started demonstrating, to your point, how people can engage socially in virtual worlds, incorporating artificial intelligence within these environments will likely create better engagement, right? Yet it remains questionable if social interactions in the metaverse will eventually replace physical engagements. What are your thoughts?
6: That's a tough question. It's going to be a race to the top. It's where, back to my point around having more fun, is where, where do we have more fun? Now, you know, most of us don't get played to have video games, but in a digital environment, that's where I suspect a lot of people say, well, that's where, that's where I'm enjoying the most. That's where I'm having the most um, exhilarating experiences. It may not be out on a football, soccer, rugby field. I get that in video games. And there's a, there's a tension already between people going outside, playing, surfing, having fun and swimming versus staying indoors, getting onto Call of Duty and kind of um, blowing up or saving the world. There's a tension there already in our leisure time we're increasingly moving towards remote digital workplaces. And so we're already seeing more of our work time be digital and remote. And so there's a constant battle between which is physical and which is digital and which creates more value. And then the, the biggest final question there is who decides what's gonna be valuable? Who has a choice? Like my boss can tell me we're gonna be, what you, this is gonna be a remote or non-remote company and you get to choose to work here or not. In the gig economy, when there's more freedom around how we create, how we create value and how we work and how we play, it's going to come down to the individual and back to the, the risks that you talked about. Is everybody going to have enough foresight or wisdom to make sure they're getting a healthy balance now, defining what's healthy for them? Because I don't think that should be regulated per se, but human interaction is important. Physical contact is important. How we feel in our bodies is important. And so we've got to strike a balance there somehow.
0: We have to strike a balance. And what I will leave off by saying, because we're out of time, is even the kids, right, like the, the Gen Alpha, it's it's a great example that eventually, even the sandbox users, I'm going to go back to this game, it's a very popular one people identify, you know, with understanding the rules of it right even if you're young or old you know sandbox Mm -hmm. but sandbox users will be able to incorporate their own physical movements into their digital avatars resulting in a more personalized and realistic characteristic right and the sandbox is partnering with kinetics and they're a technology startup specializing in ai to bring emotes Um, These are animations, like we've talked about, that express emotion to video games and virtual worlds, and these emotes are now going to allow users to animate avatars through customized customized dance moves and physical interactions displayed in reality. Um, They've developed a unique AI that allows users to record movements with a phone's camera, which can then be applied to avatars. So this is absolutely incredible stuff where we're headed, and yeah, one has to wonder. It is a race to the top. Like Once you get the kids so engaged, and then you take them away and you bring them out there they're like what's this
6: you know i would love to have better dance moves If there are ai applications out there that help me enjoy that for a period of time whether that be virtually or physically i'm all for it you won't find me on tiktok but if that's something that brings joy to people and it's something that allows people to let their creativity out i think that's great What I would say again is, you know, is what's the balance there? Are people creating content that others enjoy and is that a source of income or is that a source of value creation for them? If that's a way that they can get paid by demonstrating the full extent of their creativity. We already have YouTubers, we have professional TikTokers. The the gig economy and the content creation economy is incredibly powerful. We are out of time.
0: We could talk all day. We have a whole segment here that we should dedicate to this, but we are kindred spirits and we love to talk about the same stuff. Thank you so much for coming on, Anthony. You're incredible.
6: Likewise, Zen. Love to be on your show all the time. Appreciate it and have a great rest of your day.
0: That was our innovation and tech segment brought to you by Caldwell Soames and OGpay.com. That was the incredible Anthony Day, head of strategy and marketing at midnight. He's a LinkedIn top voice, keynote speaker and leading Web3 blockchain expert. You can check him out on LinkedIn at Day. You're listening to a moment of Zen right here on 710WOR, the voice of New York I Heart Radio.
5: We'll be right back after this.
1: A Moment of Zen is brought to you by Your Home TV.
5: Hi, this is Kathy Ireland here on A Moment of Zen, brought to you by Your Home TV. We've developed an all inclusive, subscription free network that you're going to love, whether it's financial freedom, fashion, beauty, health and wellness, wonderful weddings, travel and culture, cooking, entertainment, and short form documentaries, programming for everyone, classic films and new shows, including Kathy Ireland Presents American Dreams. We've developed up this network just for you, please check out yourhometv.com.
1: Tune in to a moment of Zen Saturday nights from 9 to 10 p.m. on WOR, the voice of New York, iHeartRadio. A Moment of Zen is brought to you by Neve, a members-only travel portal exclusively available through Organo, offering members steep discounts on nightly or weekly hotel stays, cruises, auto rentals, excursions, and so much more. With its travel getaway portal, Neve makes the days of surfing multiple travel sites and spending hours evaluating the best deals done with. That's because with Neve, you are guaranteed the best prices. Plus, to gain access to an even more expansive collection of condos, hotels, cruises, vacation villas, fantasy getaways, and concierge service, there's Forever Weeks. Simply purchase a neve Forever Weeks package one time and enjoy the benefits many times. With Forever Weeks, forever means forever. Not only does neve guarantee you the best prices, but it is also one of the few travel portals that pays a referral bonus in addition to you earning rewards points, which can be redeemed on the travel getaway portal for further discounted hotel room rates. Become a member today and Gate, the world of travel nave the world for you to experience for more information go to nave.travel that's nave n-a-v-e.travel
4: A Moment of Zen is brought to you by CO2 Lift. As we age, our skin loses moisture and elasticity, causing wrinkled skin. You can reverse this aging process with CO2 Lift. CO2 Lift utilizes the powerful benefits of carbon dioxide to lift, tighten, and regenerate your skin. This simple, painless-at-home carboxytherapy treatment is scientifically proven to reverse the aging process. You will see reduction in wrinkles, increase luminosity, and improve pigmentation, sagging, skin tone, and radiance. For more information or to order CO2 Lift, go to CO2 Lift lift.com.
0: Well, that's a wrap, my dear friends. Remember to join me right here on 710 WOR, the voice of New York every Saturday night from 9 to 10 PM, or you could head directly to 710WOR.iHeart.com forward slash a moment of Zen. Also remember that we're live on Traverse TV Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern. We upload to YouTube Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern. And all episodes of A Moment of Zen are available on Kathy Ireland's Your Home TV streaming platform. That's free programming to you you could head directly to our station at mox.yourhometv.com. Thanks for listening to A Moment of Zen. It's been an absolute pleasure being your host. Thanks to all of our sponsors that continue to make this show possible. And remember that happiness is the only thing that multiplies when you share it.
1: The preceding was a paid podcast. iHeart Radio's hosting of this podcast constitutes neither an endorsement of the products offered or the ideas expressed.